Psalm 123, a song of ascents. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant look to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of our contempt. Our souls, our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, so we got a little short psalm, Psalm 123 today. Um, you know, of course, another psalm that is, you know, kind of speaking from this place of desperation and it's a song of a sense which means that you know this would be used sort of in the approach to the temple um ascending mm -hmm. the lord's mountain um which is very very significant and we have this really striking image of israel looking to god like a servant looking to the hand of the master you know this provision protection uh supply everything and then uh, verse three and four are this very practical, straight up prayer. You know, no metaphor here. It's just have mercy on us because we've had enough of this. Mm. So Billy, yeah, um, you know, we're we're continuing on in these psalms that all carry a very similar tune, um, and it's not the cheeriest of tunes, but it's very very important that we are acquainted with it. So, what are your thoughts on Psalm one twenty three? Yeah, well, I mean, the psalmist here is kind of modeling for the people of God, how to posture, how to posture before God. Um, you know, you talked about it being a psalm of ascents. Mm -hmm. uh, the psalm is, is looking up to God. The psalmist isn't looking to himself. And yeah. the context here is like being surrounded by scoffers, being surrounded by the contempt, proud, arrogant people that are just weighing in on you, weighing in on a person mm -hmm. and um, how that can feel so overwhelming. But the posture here is for the psalmist not to look, not to look at himself, uh, you know, the, the self-pity or to turn to his own devices to try to get out of that mm -hmm. situation, but instead to to look to God, to look up to the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I, I just think, um, yeah, it's just, it's an amazing, it's an amazing Psalm. It's, um, you know, I think, I think when I've been in situations like that, um, my temptation really is to, to turn to my own devices. Like if I'm around people that are arrogant or scoffers, I usually kind of either shell up or I want to exact revenge or I want to snap back or I adopt, I even adopt this kind of pride myself where I start looking down on people to kind of justify, justify myself. Absolutely. But the psalmist is doing the exact opposite. He's, he's looking up, he's looking at God and with thankfulness, he's reminding himself of God's mercy. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's a very different uh, approach of how to, to look, how to look at God versus how the world would say to handle a situation like this. Yeah, absolutely. The structure of the first two verses, uh, which is, you know, sort of this metaphor, metaphorical section is really interesting. It's, it's a, so four couplets, eight lines, four couplets, a little poetry lesson. Um, but, you know, basically for each of those couplets, which is, you know, two lines that are kind of paired together, each of the first lines talks about eyes. So I lift up my eyes, the eyes of the servant, the eyes of a maidservant, our eyes look to the Lord. And then in the second lines, it really, the first three couplets, it's you who are enthroned in the heavens and then 
the hand of the master, the hand of the mistress. So there's this authority that's being looked to. And then Mm. that final line of the final couplet, till he has mercy upon us. Mm. And then verses three and four are this very simple prayer of have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. We've had more than enough of this. And, you know, I I think that it it reminds me of what we talked about a couple days ago. I can't remember which Psalm it was, but two of the things that we can kind of learn from these Psalms of lament is, uh, first of all, we'll see that, you know, psalmists, wherever they are in their uh, relationship with God, we see that, and you know, what they're feeling towards God and and towards their situation. Uh, There's always this recognition that God is the ultimate source of authority, Mm -hmm. that God holds the ropes ultimately. And then second of all, there's this recognition that our only hope of well-being, our only hope of healing would come from God's favor resting upon us. Mm. I think those are two like very practical things that we can like go into seasons of of trials remembering that that God is in control and that my well-being and welfare lies with him. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on this or on that. Yeah, I mean this is really kind of how we endure a life where we will face opposition in, in our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, we, we live fully dependent on the Lord, fully dependent on his mercy. And what better way to, to see the display of God's ultimate mercy than, and, and even submitting to his kingly rule, what a better place to look at than the cross. Amen. You know, when we look at, when we look at Christ, how, how sure, how much more sure can we be that we have a merciful God mm-hmm. when we see what he did on the cross you know, displaying his mercy to us that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Mm-hmm. And this supplies our humility when we're, we're surrounded by scoffers. We're reminded that, you know, we're really no better than those scoffers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's really Christ's righteousness given to us. We have the humility to kind of look up to God and Absolutely. then to look to the scoffers with love. Yeah. We really can only get to that place when we look, when we look at the cross. Um, so, yeah, no, that's, I mean, a great place to land it. And, you know, I I do think that um, the the answer of the cross, the word of the cross is an amazing thing to apply to all these Psalms of lament because in different seasons of life, we can all relate to these Psalms of lamentation in different ways, um, just through the hardships that we encounter. Yet one thing that we have that, you know, the... Asaph and David and all these psalmists did not have is that uh, we have this word from God Mm. that essentially says, I won't answer all your questions, (laughs) but I will suffer on your behalf. Yeah. Yeah. And that opens the doors for so much more trust and worship and dependence than one answer to one circumstance would be that, that, you know, rather than, bending to our every beck and call and answering every question god god will make us sit in the uncomfortable moments and in the mysteries and yet he will say you know i was crushed for your iniquities Mm -hmm. for your sins and so we we're welcomed into this comfort um that we uniquely can know through the covenant of jesus yeah so a great word um and we are going to continue with one more psalm tomorrow but until then for billy bean this is will carlisle and we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm i'm jason dees one of the pastors of christ covenant 
And Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.